Hello, my name is Imke Feldmann and my current favorite Power Query feature is the ability to create custom functions in Power Query to expand what Power Query can do out of the box right now. This is Power Query magic. Uh, welcome, Imke. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, Vin, for having me. <laughs> it's, it's a great initiative. Ah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Trying to spread the word that Power Query is this awesome thing. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so, you know, the, the guests that have been on this show are people that I've learned from. Um, I've read their blogs and books and watched videos. Um, there's a few people, though, that do things in Power Query. You're one of these people. There's a few people who do stuff in Power Query, and I just shake my head and I just go, how do you come up with this stuff? How <laughs> how do you know these things? Mm. So so my first sort of question is, you know, how have you become so advanced in your technical understanding of, you know, the M language? Mm. How did you get to where you are with this? Yeah, good question. I mean, I... I think when I first um, saw what Power Query can do, um, I really thought, well, this really is the key to automate all the things in finance and also in, in other areas. And um, um, I just um, then thought, yeah, well, can it really do everything that uh, finance people have to do or are there limitations to it? And so I just started exploring and uh, how I created my knowledge about about the Power Query M language effectively. But have you have you studied other programming languages in the past? Absolutely you, not. You, I mean, no, it's this. I'm, that's actually my first programming language. I'm really um, good at. I would say. I mean, I yeah. haven't worked with VBA in the past. Um, uh, okay. a lot I must say although I've been working in finance for <laughs> a lot of years before in uh, very different positions um, I actually started with Access um, in finance um, oh, okay. and then Excel and so yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, basically we I did many data driven stuff back then um, while using these small databases for finance um purposes and okay. didn't do so much VBA actually um, at um, back then and when Power Query came so I was just wow that is really the language that can handle large data sets as well which VBA was simply too slow at and right. yeah. Could you see lots of practical uses then straight away it was your brain just going oh, we can yeah, do this yeah, and we can yeah, do that yeah, and yeah. it was total overflow yeah right wow yeah. mm. and uh, you know I, I love your uh, your bio on your technet page and it says uh, in my former life as finance director head of accounting and management accountant controller i fell in love with microsoft self-service bi stack and now i'm working as an independent consultant living happily ever after so mm. I like that. <laughs> Does that still hold? Is, Absolutely. Is, is, yeah. yeah. And and 
so what what was the driver then from becoming you know a finance director into a consultant what how did you make the leap what was the what was the what was the trigger actually yeah that was <laughs> a strange thing um so there's a story to it um as a, in my role as a finance director we um eventually came to a point where we had to upgrade our Navision bookkeeping system. Right. So we were running on an old version and then we had to make a move to a newer version. And I reached out to our uh, service provider then to uh, come up with an offer and to help us with the upgrade. And um, that uh, what I received back <laughs> took my breath away a bit <laughs> because uh, the costs were so high and oh, okay. I asked the service provider well <clears throat> how can this be <laughs> I mean uh, that looks as almost uh, more as if we would buy it new and so on and they said well ba basically there are so many custom reports in your in your bookkeeping in your system and these uh, will take a while to uh, reconfigure and upgrade to the new system and then I thought, well, <clears throat> reports in in the system, and when the next upgrade comes, I have to uh, pay a lot of money again for them to be yeah. upgraded. So I thought, well, there must be an alternative to this approach. And at that time, I discovered um, a thing that's called business intelligence <laughs> back then. Right. I mean, I have yeah, been yeah. quite ignorant before that, I must admit. <laughs> and... Um, uh, at that time, which was, I think, 2010, okay. um, we started to build um, a multidimensional cube in analysis, in SQL Server Analysis Services. So I started a project, which I had it for myself and hired a freelancer. Uh, first, okay, uh, first I read some books uh, that said, where well, this should be possible. And then I hired a freelancer, which I had uh, confidence in, and I um, was asking, asking all things whether this is really realistic and whether he would like to help me with it. And so basically, we two uh, created um, this cube, uh, which should then hold all the reports for my finance department back then. Right. And um, while doing that, um, Power Pivot came up. And yeah. uh, I stumbled across Rob Colley's uh, blog post and said, well, hang on a second. <laughs> uh, they tried to enable that for basically self-service users as well. So people like me who could do that. And because yeah. I just during that phase with the multidimensional stuff, I really liked um, doing that and um, um, yeah, designing th how things should look like and so on. And but I was definitely afraid of MDX, and of course I tried it out, and it was much too uh, difficult to me at that time. Yes, um, thankfully it's something I've uh, I've totally avoided, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I never had to get into that world. So yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm about I'm about a year or two behind you, I think, in terms of where I mm. where I got into this. So yeah. oh, okay. And then I followed followed up uh, what Rob has been doing on his on his blog and started to get my dip my t uh, toes into uh, Power Pivot, and then I thought, yeah. well, actually, <laughs> you that really 
ja, made my heart beat faster, uh, yeah, be, yeah. being able to uh, see um, the possibility that I could do things like that as well, build um, solutions uh, for other people. And that basically uh, made me look into it and yeah, started to yeah. a new career, basically. So did you, did, did you, you know, you, you obviously liked, you know, it in, enjoyed getting into the data and stuff and, and playing about absolutely. with it. Yeah. Was, was that something that you'd done before as well, just as part of, you know, producing monthly reports yes, and yes. end of year packs and, you know, getting into the numbers and slicing and dicing it. So you had a bit of an affinity that way already and you knew how hard it was, the manual old mm. way of doing stuff. Yeah, that's, I mean, that I, I had quite various roles in finance, which helped me at the end to uh, probably to spot the huge potential quickly. So I saw the vision that uh, is behind it and the benefit it can bring from. So I've started as a business controller, basically creating all the reports a couple of yeah. years. And then um, I was... Um, offered um, a position to lead the bookkeeping department, which was a bit, hmm. <laughs> I thought about <laughs> it for a couple of moments because I thought, well, I, I, love, I love my reports and I love controlling, but of course, um, I was interested in, to see the bookkeeping side as well. And um, so I took over that position and this oh, really okay. gave me um, very, very interesting additional perspectives. And... Um, after that, um, I was offered um, a couple of years later, I was offered um, the position as a finance director. And with that also came the responsibility for IT and um, okay. also um, the whole auditing process. And um, that brought some further perspectives to the uh, to finance and what should be done there. So. Um, I think uh, these yeah, yeah. different uh, my different my experiences in different finance roles finally yeah made it fairly obvious <laughs> what uh, sort of a revolution <laughs> we were going to I, see with that and that was did you, power pivot alone we are not speaking power query at that time well that's it that's you yeah. know that's where so many of us started yeah. is is from you know reading the reading Rob Colley's book or going on the blog and you know finding out about this stuff and just being you know blown away by it. Yeah. And did did you manage to bring along some people that you work with along the were there other equally excited people or were they a bit more nervous uh, or was uh, there not actually not really so my yeah, uh, yeah, colleagues yeah. from my old company they no, <laughs> they didn't they join didn't me in that. Board. They didn't. Yeah, yeah. In that in enthusiasm. No, it's not for everybody. There, no. there is just this sort of thing that it just resonates with with certain people. It doesn't with everyone, and it's the old way of doing it. And the, you know, it's just repetitive, but it's it works, and it's the old way. Yeah. There's a there's a it's a bit difficult actually to bring some people along on the journey. You have to really. I'd know show the end result and show them how quick it is, but I think there's quite a bit of nervousness, even still today, about some of these new tools that have been. Yeah, you know, we know they've been around, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and then you know some people would just leave it there. You know, they they their their jobs got better. They've developed this stuff, but then you seem to have really got into the whole community 
part of this and and getting in there and getting on to let me give you a little list here of what I did my little bit of res- minor bit of research. Mm. So I, I found you on the the Microsoft Developer Network from July 2013. So that's eight years ago now. Mm. TechNet TechNet Forum reply February 15 needed 1,600 replies on there. <laughs> Power BI Community June 2015 3,100 posts on there. Mm. And then you started a blog in August 2015, or at least that's when it sort of seems you like really I could find you. really did your homework. When I know. I'm impressed. But <laughs> all around that sort of era, you know, 2013, 14, 15. So what was the, you were sort of really getting involved with things here. So how come? What was, did you just enjoy helping people on those things? Or how did you get involved in all these forums? Actually, that was my way to learn things. Right. I was just lazy to create my own examples. <laughs> I just said, well, let's, let's have a look what, um, what other people um, are, are asking and what use cases they have. And um, so I just started yeah. answering questions. And of course, I mean, it's great uh, to see that you can help other people. And um, yeah, and so it was, uh, it was basically a win-win situation for me to uh, to be in the forums and asking questions. It was yeah. basically we, there. This is where I built my skills, basically. In terms of the community, I, are you also on like German speaking platforms as well? No, I only or do is it just... English. No, I just do. Today's, okay. uh, um, these days, I only do the Power BI forum. Right. Uh, the main Power BI forum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and still, still learning from uh, people's posts. No, I'm not. I'm not there that often anymore. <laughs> so I'm. I moved my. I moved my activ- uh, community activities towards building stuff. So the last years, I'd say, I started to create tools. And yes, which I'd functions. like to talk to you a little yeah. bit later on. Mm. I want to talk okay. about something there. So. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, yeah so I've, different I've techniques. Shifted, yeah. yeah, shifted my activities basically. <gasps> yeah, it's, there's not enough time to do everything, is there? No, no, no. <laughs> Plus, do a job. Yeah, it's just exactly. you want to do everything, but yeah. Um, and then, um, did you co-found the Berlin Power BI user group? Yes, I co-founded it, but I moved away from Berlin uh, a couple of Where years. Where are you bef- now? Uh, so I'm living uh, at the Baltic coast. So that's ah, about okay. two and a half hours drive north of Berlin. Right. Yeah, yeah. And how did you end up sort of founding that user group? What what made you do that? Um, yeah, it's just um, while being in Berlin, I just wanted to spread the word and I heard about other people uh, founding user groups and I thought, well, yes, uh, nothing in Berlin, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, and was, did, was nice. it a case of was that in the actual proper Power BI days, or was that pre? Was that Excel, modern Excel days? No, that was definitely Power BI days. I, ah, okay. I cannot remember when I did that, but yeah, 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 but definitely Power e- early, BI. Early, earlyish on though, mm. in the in the early development days. Um, yeah, and then so you studied business at university. Mm. Um, where did this? So I guess, and, and you've done sort of finance roles um, and you've said that you, you didn't really have any programming type 
background, but did you grow up with computers and playing about with those sorts of things or no? No, no absolutely no. not. No, no. I'm just trying to get it the just... root. Wait, how come you're into the code? I just You seem to understand M code. You seem to have got <laughs> into the... <laughs> You seem to have got into the matrix. You're in there, but you just seem to have got into it. You you didn't have any sort of leading in story. You just I would would say I I went into it like a child would land in it now. I mean, it's right. just yeah, just yeah. You want to you you see what uh, that you can build stuff with it, and then you try try it as long as it's <laughs> working. So <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Head first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and have there sort of been any particular sort of moments along your sort of career path or any particular people that have influenced, you know, where you've ended up now, whether, you know, during your financial controller life or becoming a consultant or? Good question. Tricky question. Tricky yeah. question. Yeah. I would say no. Not really um, yeah. certain people, but um, maybe I had, when I was at university, um, we had some um, computer courses there as well. And I really liked it, but I was very shy at the time. And when it came to um, loops and recursions, I I uh, didn't get any further, so I couldn't um, right. learn that, and I was very very frustrated and disappointed as well. And um, so this was something that uh, was always in the back of my mind. And um, when I then started to learn um, the M language, I w was really keen to basically <laughs> overcome that this old uh, frustration of mine uh, right. to, f to finally um, learn it. So, yeah, maybe that gave me some drive to yes. it. Yeah. yeah, some sort of slight psychological, emotional link to mm. wanting to push yourself to get through that sort of Absolutely. Uh, yeah. that feeling. Oh, okay. Mm. And back then there was no internet where you could look up things. And yeah. so I was really struck and had no way of, for me at the moment, at that time, I felt I have no chance to go, to get any further here. Um, and so with the internet having <laughs> all these informations nowadays, it really, yeah. um, I had finally the ability to learn things. And actually, I, when, of course, the, I d it didn't come easy to me and I started to look into other concepts and other languages as well when I didn't um, couldn't solve things in M I started to look into other um, languages oh, okay. and then the concept of algorithms <laughs> I learned to hear right. about algorithms because before that these concepts I have never heard before yeah. of these concepts yeah, yeah. and then I just started to look to look up how or saw in wikipedia how they present things how certain algorithms can be solved in different languages and so on and that basically gave me an idea about the general concepts of these these things and some hints how to tackle things in m yeah and are you a 
avid reader learner do you do you read uh, you know blogs or and articles and books these days or is it via the forums that you're getting most of your knowledge or wh where are you learning from yeah mostly from blog posts yeah yeah any any shout outs to anybody no chris webb of course when it comes to power <laughs> query <laughs> yeah, chris webb yeah. is the man definitely absolutely yeah. he's he's just one of those people again he's he's probably the other, one of the other ones on that list of me going how do you come up with this stuff where yeah. do you where yeah. do you get these ideas from yeah so i learned so so many things from him but nowadays i yeah. really have to give a shout out to ben gribaudo as well because oh, he yes. has a really um excellent systematic um introduction of of into the m language so that hasn't been available when i learned the language but nowadays um if people ask me well i want to um, learn the m language where should i start i always point them towards uh, the ben gribaudo series because he really has has it in a compact form and all uh, also in a sequence it basically is an ebook um yeah a book in block form I would say. I'll put some links to Ben's stuff in the chat. Hopefully have him on the show one day. Yeah. Because he mm. seems to have, again, be one of those people who just gets yeah. into it. Really, and just, you just go, oh, okay, that's did good such a great job with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and let's, we mentioned, touched on it briefly earlier, that you've been developing some tools and things. Mm. So talk to me about the Power BI Cleaner tool as well because i'm i'm specifically interested in that one so yeah. can you just give us a brief overview of what it is and what sort of technology you use to create it and how you went about it and what problem it was trying to solve yeah so the problem so the power bi cleaner um displays um all um columns and measures from your power bi files or models and indicates where if and where they are used and um, also it displays um, the size of columns in your model so um, if you've worked on your model quite a while and designed and redesigned and moved things around um, then you might ask yourself mm, do i need all this stuff or maybe when things are starting to get slow um, you might ask yourself, well, I have to clean up my model, especially when you work as a consultant, you should <laughs> do <laughs> yes. things like that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so I developed it to just see which fields are used and where and uh, which fields I can eventually um, delete from my model. And yeah, I'm having the third generation uh for it in my drawer i just i'm about to publish it so um, okay in the in the th third um, generation we will then also be able to connect analysis services models to it so nowadays ah. in the current version you can um, analyze uh, power bi simple power bi desktop files in it and check whether in that file uh, where fields belong to and the other option that you have now is uh, to analyze um, all um, analyze um, 
golden data sets basically. So if you publish a data set to the Power BI service, you can connect to it and create other reports. And with my tool currently, you can first um, retrieve all reports that are connected to a certain data sets and also um, check which um, fields are used in all these different reports. But what we couldn't do um, until now was um, to analyze the same things um, towards models that are published on a SQL server in analysis services, basically. So oh, okay. now when you have yeah, yeah. models on your local or Azure SQL analysis services instances, you would then be able to monitor all this connected is, reports as well. Now this, this sort of tool, though, it, it's it's just so useful. It's one of those ones that it just becomes, you know, like I say, but for consultants, but for anybody or inheriting somebody else's model mm. and just going, you know, what's in here, what's used, what's irrelevant, because, yep. you know, best will in the world, we're all told to only import the columns we need, but everybody always imports everything yep. <laughs> and then yep. never gets round to export, getting rid of the stuff they didn't use and builds a few helper formulas that then never go down the right path and then just never get deleted out of the model. So exactly. it, it's pretty yep. important. Did you invent this or develop this to primarily to help you yes, or of did course. you think <laughs> yeah i did <laughs> so it for me so totally <laughs> totally selfish no of course i knew that if it helps me it will help other people as well but it really resulted from yeah. my own work and own pain so i created it and the thing is because i only know one language it's all developed in uh, in the m language so it's all this yeah. it's all power query based which are my yeah. other tools as well. I also have a Power BI comparer tool, which allows you to compare different versions of uh, Power BI files. And that is also very helpful, helpful for me. I yeah, use it yeah. oftentimes. Actually, you can also compare the Power Query parts uh, from Excel files or data flows um, with okay. it as well. So I use it quite often for all my ATL yeah. stuff that I design. And this is also um, completely built in uh, with Power Query and M. Yeah, and that, that's that's the part that, you know, I I'm just can never see myself getting to that level of understanding of Power Query to, to want to develop mm. a tool and certainly probably never have and never have the ability even if I did want to like there's it seems to be this sort of there's a there's a little hurdle point where you just sort of have to go so far into the M and get such a good understanding that you can then do what you're doing and build amazing tools but you can do simple stuff in M and maybe never even have to get into M with the power query interface so there's this whole range of, of skills you can have just inside Power Query itself or yeah. inside M and Power yeah. Query. Mm. Just, and just I mean, endless. Yeah. I mean, and that's why M is, uh, why Power Query is so great because, I mean, it starts with a absolute superb user interface which makes so many uh, difficult and boring tasks so easy to do. Uh, but you don't have to stop there. You can just go on and on and on and really take it to the <laughs> <Yeah>. limits. <laughs> so that's really and the great thing about it. I, yeah, I had see. a. I asked a similar question of you know your friend uh, Lars Schreiber hmm. when he was on the show, and 
I said, you know, what drives you to create these tools? Um, and and he he said as well, just you know, for his own personal <laughs> benefit, largely, but then to share it share it around. But I think you know, let let's just talk about the Power BI Cleaner tool. One of the features in there is you've gone the extra step where you can actually export the cleanup code to Tableau yeah. Editor three. Yeah, exactly. And you just go well. You know, you're just going whole end to end here, and you'd, you'd go in the extra mile to say, "Okay, well, I can tell you what to clean up, and I can give you a script to actually automate the cleanup." It's just, <laughs> yeah, having, having the time and dedication to do this sort of thing is just, it's just crazy. And you're, you're currently just releasing this free as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's the thing about power. <laughs> of course, I I like to share it with the community, but sometimes I thought, well. Maybe I could do some freemium stuff, basically, where you can say, well, you get yeah. the basic uh, version to the community and get some money back for the real good stuff. Because honestly, there's so much time that goes into tools yeah, like yeah. that. But uh, currently, that's really diff difficult with Power Query because we cannot protect the code in there. So, yeah, um, that's okay. there's, part there's no of the to talk technology currently. that. It's, this is not possible currently. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really looking forward um, to see um, an option in Power Query that lets us um, create our own ribbons and program our own uh, Power Query logic in a way that we can do now in Excel, which basically then would allow us to protect the code as well and give um, even better um, user interfaces um, to to people. So I I said well that my most favorite feature is to be able to share functions uh, with others um, or create our own functions that we can then share with others. That's great. But even more great would be that we could adjust the user interface and basically right. put functions and methods in there that people can use just by clicking the buttons and not have to do the intimidating thing to copy functions from sources and and things like that because yeah yeah that's what i see i mean i'm i have created a lot of functions that package certain steps um into digestible things to make it even more easier for users to uh, perform certain tasks But um, yeah. for many users, that is still um, too complicated or too intimidating to work with things like that. And it would be so great if we could just add our own ribbons uh, to the Power Query that where users yes. can simply quick click buttons and do things like that. So when did you come across Power Query? I don't know when that was but i know where that was and it was at a sql server user group in berlin and at that time markus Ratz um introduced power query and told the group that look here there's <laughs> there's a new tool around and i was like what <laughs> yeah that uh, was really oh uh, cool. so you were going to sql server user groups sort of early on yes 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 hmm. Um, and oh, so you go sort of learn from those. How long have you been going to those? No, I just went there to see <laughs> what these guys are talking about and if there's something in it for me. 
uh, I think it was my first or my second one. Yeah. Mm. And what would your where would your career have gone if you hadn't gone to that meetup group? Do you reckon? Yeah, good question. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I made I made the decision to work as a consultant because I knew what Power Pivot was oh, about. Yeah. So I did, don't think it would have uh, substantially changed my career, so to speak. But um, yeah, it was good to see it at the early stages. Definitely, yeah. And you you moved from being an accountant to setting up your own business and consultancy. Would you have any advice for anyone thinking of doing the same? I mean, it really, yeah, it's, it is a tough, uh, tough question. So it really depends on what you're passionate about and um, how much money you need. And um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's really, I, I wouldn't, I cannot give general recommendations. No, no, no. So why did you become? Yeah. Why did you become a consultant? Yeah, just um, to work, uh, to be my own boss, basically. Right. Really, to be my own boss, basically, and also um, for me, getting my hands dirty again, building things, creating stuff uh, which I can see um, improve um, the <laughs> work and life of my of my clients. Yeah, yeah. Is really what gives me joy and um, satisfaction, and this is something that when you work as a manager, then you get different feedback or different kind of feedback, and this is definitely has uh, been a good move for me because that is really something that motivates me much more than anything <laughs> I did in my life as a, or not anything, but um, in general. For me, it's much more fulfilling and um, it has on, almost only upsides for me. So there's no, uh, there's no big um, compromises I have to make in my daily work. Yeah. I just find the variety is awesome as well. And you just sort of have exposure to all these different clients. It's, it's, it's a really sort of a good experience. Okay, so how, how do you find the um, awareness level of... Um, power query are people aware of it that you come across or is it still this big unknown feature yeah it is growing but um, we are still at a very very low level but I mean look in on the other hand look into Excel everyone would say well of course I'm using Excel and I'm good at Excel and I'm <laughs> uh, using advanced stuff and um, then look then take an objective look at uh, which tools uh, most of the people actually use in Excel. That might be also <laughs> very much um, room for improvement. Or So, yeah, people use uh, still quite a small amount of features from Excel. The usage of Power Query can certainly be improved. I saw that they recently announced like they're yeah. changing the Dataflow connector. And you're using Dataflows a lot. So the Dataflow mm. connector from um, Power BI Dataflow to Power Platform Dataflow, is that just a rebranding or is it something actually practical under the hood? Uh, I don't think that's a rebranding, but they uh, cre um, published a new connector. 
um, that can connect to both the Power BI data flows and the data platform data flows. So you don't have to, you have one connector for two different data flows. Ah, okay. And actually the Power Platform data flows um, have quite some really, really interesting features that ah. are much superior to Power BI data flows because um, you can uh, uh, do dynamic um, data sources there. So when it comes to web queries, we still have a lot of limitations, unfortunately, in Power Query than in Power BI Desktop. And uh, Power BI data flows have the advantage that you can basically um, disable the privacy levels and still be able to publish um, to publish in the service, which is still a limitation in uh, Power Query on in integrated um, Power BI reports, basically. Okay. So that's one reason to move to data flows. Um, but the other thing is when it comes to dynamic web data sources, you can only refresh them in Power Platform data flows. So quite right. a nice feature. Yeah, yeah. Last year, I built a couple of reports that utilize data flows. Um, and I found mm -hmm. a few, there were a few traps and a few annoyances. Um, has that got better? Are you using data flows on a regular basis with your clients now? Um, I'm using them. Yeah, I'm using them, but I, I, um, only after a couple of uh, bloody noses, uh, to be honest, and I using certain tricks and, uh, leave out certain things. Um, so they are, you have to know, you have to know about the limitations to use them successfully in production. So there's still some work to do, but they are really good enough for me and have many advantages for me. So I'm using right. them in customer solutions as well. Uh, but um, it's not, um, you cannot jump in blindly uh, into them, I would say. And how is your sort of work split yeah, now? Are you yeah. purely Power BI or are you in Excel a little bit as well? No, I'm, it, um, I'm only using Excel if, um, if clients... Um, I get clients uh, who want solutions in there, but I still do that. So, um, yeah, so it just depends on how many, how the work comes in. Um, but I actually, I love um, uh, developing uh, integrated solution with modern Excel. It's really something I really, there are many, um, I mean, it's Excel has so many, great options still uh, when it comes to uh, data entry and immediate uh, getting immediate results and to combine yeah. traditional spreadsheet Excel with Power Query and VBA, uh, you can build really, really nice solutions in there still. Yes, yes. Yeah. We, are, we really have amazing options nowadays to create reports yeah. and applications. That's really fantastic. And I must say that I also uh, have been using Power Automate oh, okay. very much right. uh, for many solutions. So what sort of thing? Just with automation of month-end processes, um, sending out right. mails, yeah. reminder mails automatically, checking if things have been done, checking if certain files have been uploaded to the desired locations. 
orchestrating FTP file transports into from FTP to Azure Blob Storage or SharePoint, things okay. like that. So you're going full Microsoft stack. So yeah, so I've, I've mm. dabbled about with Power Automate and done a few things and a few automations, but there's some real little frustrations in there. And I guess it's just not knowing the, the software well enough. Power BI, same thing can be said. What's your take on it? <laughs> yeah. So uh, some some things are really amazing and self-explanatory, but things other things are extremely frustrating. So um, and what I really um, find, what I'm really missing in in Power Automate is a native and quick way to use Power Query do to all to do all the transformations. So I I, I find it really. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes to do basic uh, transformations uh, with the native uh, power automate tools and although you can you have uh, basically nowadays two options to work with power query in power automate you can do it via the sql connector yeah, yeah. or via data flows basically um, there, it would be so great and so much easier if we are talking about self-service tools. I mean, we have Power Query in Excel and Power BI. And when people want to use Power Automate, they have to learn at least two new languages <laughs> if they want to be able to do the data transformation. Okay. Um, I, that's something that I find a bit frustrating and um, sad, to be honest. But yeah, that's it. But you can do amazing things with it. So um, I don't want definitely don't want to miss it. Yeah, excellent. Okay, so uh, in my interview with uh, Lars uh, a little while back, he introduced this idea of the uh, the worst presentation moment. Mm -hmm. So have you had any presentations go horribly wrong or had any terrible moments like that that you're yes. willing to share? Yeah. I mean, my mo <laughs> my most horrible experiences uh, experience was uh, during an Ignite um, presentation. Of course, it was the the biggest okay. crowd I ever had, and it was the worst <laughs> presentation oh, fail. And yeah, it was really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah, so everything went wrong. So the demos oh. didn't work and computer crashed. And oh. at the end, uh, my brain crashed as well. <laughs> so I was really, <laughs> it was really horrible. Oh, yeah. no, that's not good. <laughs> we survive. <laughs> right, yeah. so yeah. let's do the little section called five M possible questions. These are five <laughs> totally unfair questions okay. that I don't expect anyone to get right. I wouldn't know the answer unless I'd looked them up myself. Um, okay. okay, question one. We are in the Power Query editor and we are looking at the applied steps. We've loaded like an Excel file, for example, using Power Query. There's the applied steps, the top, etc. What steps mm -hmm. can't you right click on and rename? The first. I can't yes. remain the first step source. Hmm. Correct, correct. Any other steps? No, I don't know. Apparently the navigation step. Okay. Yeah, you can't rename it. Okay. Have to mm. do it in the advanced editor if you want to rename it. Mm. There you go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, next question. 
Is there a limit on how many columns you can pull in from an Excel file using Power Query? So you refer to a whole sheet in Power Query and you say pull in, um, is there some limit? I have no idea. I have no idea. No, there isn't. You can pull in all <laughs> 16,384 columns. Okay, I missed my 50-50 chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should have just no, added, I have no, added yeah. a guess. Mm, no. No. <laughs> okay. A bit harsh, that one. Right, we're on the Power Query Editor Home tab, and there's the Advanced Editor button. Underneath mm. that button, there's one called Manage, and there's a little drop-down. Name any item in okay. that Manage button under that little manage drop down. Yeah. No cheating, Imka. No cheating. No looking at your screen. <laughs> um, I think... I think that's uh, duplicate. I think you can... Yes. You yes, can yes, reference yes. or duplicate so this Aquarius things... And reference, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Full points. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, in the Power Query editor screen, okay, over in the Power BI Applied Step side panel, there is a blue hyperlinked label mm -hmm. between uh, properties and yeah. applied steps. There's a little blue hyperlink called All Properties. What appears when you click on that little blue hyperlink? Wouldn't it be the same like the properties um, field yeah, on yeah, the main properties. tab so that's basically so that's basically the comments you can enter for your yes. whole query basically yeah. so you get the main properties top window. level comments as far as i know yes excellent uh, bonus point do you know any of the check boxes that appear in those query properties there's a little couple of check boxes as well <laughs> god is it <laughs> so there's no there's a fast no, right, there's no. enable load report and include in report refresh and there's actually yeah, a difference yeah. to excel excel has something else in there excel has fast okay. data load no i didn't i must admit i don't know what <laughs> i'm not i'm not familiar <laughs> with, with this expression fast data load <laughs> Okay, last question. This one's a bit super hard, right? So I type, I'm in a blank query, okay. and I type equals hashtag shared to turn it into, and then I turn it into a table to get the big list of all the functions in Power yeah. Query. What's the shortest function name in Power Query? What's the shortest M language function <laughs> in terms of number of characters? Uh, yeah. I mean... Hashtag date would be a short function name, but there might... Yeah, like a proper there, function. It's not in the list. Yeah. So text.at or type.is. Really? That's the shortest. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> um, mm. All right. So what's the yeah. longest? Any idea what the longest is? What's the longest? <laughs> No? Okay, it's mm. hexagon smart API oh. dot generate paramatic filter by filter source type. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
never heard of it. So there, I can't believe you yeah, didn't get that. You still have some things in there one. that shouldn't be used in, des <laughs> in desktop at all or uh, shouldn't be used in, in the user phase. <laughs> never heard of that. Okay. Uh, so, a uh, crystal mm -hmm. ball moment. So, what would you like to see in terms of future developments in Power BI? So, have you got any user voice ideas out there or things for people to vote for? What, what do you want to see change? Uh, so, one thing I, that I would really, really like to see is the ability to break the refresh chain. That's how I call it. So, Power Query is really great, um, but with Many people say, well, it's a great tool, but it's so slow. It's so slow. And of course, if you do, don't, if you don't, you can do many things that, um, will power slow down power query that you can avoid. So using the right techniques will definitely avoid, um, certain things to run, uh, terribly slow. Uh, but there are limitations uh, to it. And one of the basic structures in Power Query that is that it will always try to go back to the source. And uh, even with using buffers, you um, oftentimes cannot stop that. So um, as a last resort to complex queries or to speed things up, what you can do is to load intermediate results to your Excel sheet or to Azure Blob Storage or somewhere else and then re-import it back. So you basically stage some stuff and prevent uh, the query going okay. back to the source. And this can have a tremendous effect on refresh speed yeah, just to yeah. split it up into Not certain chunks that yeah. Um, buffer, uh, yeah, really buffer the results. So this um, is something that I would really, really, really like to see in Power yes, Query. That would yeah. be cool. That would be good, actually. Yeah, it's frustrating sitting there waiting for your edits to fully refresh. And that would, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's terrible. It can be terrible. Yeah. And another thing that I would really like to see is um, to make um, Web authentication for all for for all auth um, sources easier. So we are more and more um, have to access uh, web-based data sources that should probably be secured. And um, if I see how comparably easy it is to build custom functions in Power Automate for those sources compared to how basically terrible and it is in Power Query to do basically okay. the th same, the same thing. Um, I am so envy <laughs> about the options um, in Power Automate to connect to OAuth sources compared to Power Query. That's really something I would like to be much easier in Power Query. And sort of what's in the plans for the coming months and you know the next six months or so? What are you what are you up to? Um, so I'm very much in, still in tooling and, um, yeah, data flows. I would definitely, um, I think I've, I'm finished with that. I will start to give more focus on, on certain data flow features, what we can do with them. And yeah, Excellent. but yeah, apart from that, nothing sp special that comes to my mind, honestly. Any sailing? Um, not currently. No, not this year. 
And uh, as we sort of wrap things up, I'd like to ask my guests if they've had any brushes with famous people or there's little known facts about them or, you know, have you met anybody famous uh, over the years? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, the, the highest concentration on famous people I've ever met was my first um, visit to the MVP summit. So that was, <laughs> uh, that was really... Um, yeah a big moment i would say yeah and I, I think we're at the same mvp uh, we sort of became mvp at the same time so we're at the same summit in 2017 that was really celebrities everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no that's good mm. it's, it's a shame we, we can't do that anymore <laughs> absolutely that is really so amazing yeah and one um one requirement of coming on to the power query magic podcast is you need to leave two of your own articles uh, or videos or blog posts, ah, whatever you've got, yeah. uh, your most popular and your favorite. So what are you going to leave us? Yes, that's the starting article of my profit and loss series. Ah, okay. So I have, that's quite a, an old, old article. I think I started in 2016 right. with a series about how to create profit and loss statements. Yeah. And... In Power BI, and that's definitely the um, okay. most popular. And and the one I like most, or my favorite. Yeah. I mean, my favorite posts are really about the tools I've built. Probably uh, okay. the cleaner. Yeah, it's not yeah. a particularly good post, but <laughs> I think it's a, a really um, cool project yeah. uh, which I really like. Yeah. But I mean the. Another thing that I really was so proud about to finally get my head around because it was really demanding for me uh, was to um, was an article where I created um, a solver function with Power Query, um, basically. Oh, okay. um, so to go a goal seek mechanism, which with an algorithm that I looked up <laughs> by myself in the internet. Wow. So first I had to find out which sorts of algorithms there are yeah, uh, yeah. to create a solver and then to um, write it in in m code with just a couple lines of code wow. uh, that was a really a personal achievement a really good personal achievement for me yeah, i must yeah. say yeah do you find you do some of these things where you just you have this sort of you know euphoria mm. moment but no one else really cares Actually, I had a, a similar things with the matrix multiplication algorithm that I also, that took me quite a while to <laughs> find the right algorithm and then translate it into M. So that was an interesting rainy Sunday, <laughs> rainy Sunday <laughs> fest. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so finally, if, we were to strand you on a desert island and you were <laughs> okay. only allowed to take one item with you, but it has to begin with M. Um, what would you take yeah. with you? I would bring a music playing device with me. Definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an MP3 player or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Excellent. And what would be yeah. on the music player? What sort of, what, what sort of music oh, would you uh, have? That would be... A um, quite a mixture um, but yeah my 
I would say my bread and butter music is Gary Burton or Pat Messini, some jazzy things. But I also do lots of electronic music or classical stuff. Right, so yeah, bit of everything. Things like Excellent. that. Okay, all yeah. good. Right, so <laughs> Imke, brilliant having you on the show. Thank you very much. Um, I'll leave links to all the uh, the blog articles and other bits and pieces. And uh, yeah, I know I've learned a lot from you over <laughs> the years. And please keep sharing the magic. And uh, we will catch you later. I will do that. Thanks, Win, for having me. Bye.